0: This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only, and is not meant as a substitute for or replacement of working with a mental or medical health professional. Welcome to Taboo Talk Time with Dr. Eva, where we inspire a movement towards breaking through societal norms, increasing awareness, and unhinging the taboo. Taboo Talk Time hosts guest experts from around the world in the mental and medical health fields who are passionate about making a difference in our society. Visit TabooTalkTime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, online couples courses, live couples retreats, and of course, our free podcast. Here is your host, Dr. Eva Brown, licensed marriage and family therapist and intimacy specialist. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another awesome episode of Taboo Talk Time. I'm your host, Dr. Eva Brown. And with me today, I have a very special guest and a beautiful star seed soul. I love her. Radha N- Nilia. Am I saying that right, dear? Nilia, yes, you got Nilia. it. Yeah, woohoo. Okay, cool. And she is an author, teacher, and coach. She helps women activate in their inner goddess so they can successfully lead their love life and their, their life in general, their career, they can have and experience success there. And um, she is an award-winning filmmaker for the Hope Cafe, um, author of Kwan Yin Goddess Code Activations. She's an award-winning actress for Freight Train. So cool. She's such a badass. Holistic healer instructor from the Think Institute and a certif- has a certification of service from California State Legislator. Awesome, and her business is called Goddess Code Academy. Welcome to the show, Rada. Thank you so much for
1: having me on. I am really excited about our subject today.
0: <laughs> yes, and this the title of our subject today is five tips to bringing sacredness to sex. Right, and we could all use a little bit of sacredness in our sexuality. Right. So Radha, why don't you talk about the five tips of bringing sacredness into sexuality and how you're making sense of that, especially as you're talking to women?
1: Absolutely. You know, um, sacred sex to me is so important now more than ever. um, As we are elevating ourselves and our consciousness in so many ways and, and finding deeper meanings of love, you know, sacred sex is the missing key to all of that because sex is something that we can use to to really activate our our truest essence, and it's such a powerful tool to connect with our divine love. Um, in yeah. many ways, you know, sex has been very distorted. It's been it can be used to hurt people, and it can be used in negative ways. You know, um, the excess of like. Pornography and different things that um, that harm people mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And sacred sex is just the opposite. It's it's about activating your kundalini together. It's about activating and raising the vibration within yourself and the earth. And it really um, it is such an essential part of our evolution. So um, I wanted to bring in just five ways in which we can activate our sacred sex or come into it. Um, And, you know, sometimes they may seem basic, like the first one would be to create an intimate friendship with your potential lover or your current partner. You know, in so many ways, we've been trained that, um, like, good sex is with somebody that you don't know very well, or you don't really know their issues or their problems or whatever, it's like you just see them more as an object because we've sort of been trained to objectify each other. Right. And so it's, so yeah, right. That's kind of challenging um, when you want to have intimacy. How can you truly be intimate with somebody when you see them more of just an object, you know? So creating vulnerability in a friendship, asking more about who they are, getting to learn about them on a deeper level,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: creating a deeper connection, cultivating a quality connection helps to create trust. And if you want to experience sacred sex, you're going to need trust, is the biggest ingredient. Definitely. <laughs> for that. Yeah. Because you know, to open up as a feminine, we, we literally do open up and we need to feel safe we need to feel that we can trust this person before during and after sex you know not just during the act of it um and there's something beautiful about feeling at home with someone because that, that's where the exploration is it's not about being two shiny objects coming together it's really about how can you deepen into each other and through you know, releasing the layers that we have, um, you can open up to an even deeper, more meaningful experience of sacred sex. So that's the first tip I would have.
0: Yes. I love that. More vulnerability. I talk to my couples all the time about that, Radha. You know, just moving into that space where it becomes real, where it becomes authentic, where it becomes a conversation about light and shadow side, or, you know, all of those things that embody like your essence rather than just your physical container.
1: Mm, that's so beautiful. And I think we can fall in love more with our partner when they're willing to be vulnerable. And that comes to the second you know, tip is really starting to de-armor as you step into your intimate friendship, connection, love with your, you know, sacred sex partner, you're going to start to have defense mechanisms that come up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's only natural because intimacy, vulnerability, all of these things trigger um, they trigger wounds that we have inside of us, right? So they yeah. could be wounds all the way back from your childhood or the last time you got your heart broken. Um, it doesn't matter. But whenever we become intimate and, and vulnerable, there's a vulnerability that opens up. And so what happens is we, we armor up again, right? We put on the defenses. You're not going to hurt me this time. I, I'm in charge. I'm in control. Yeah. Um, but love and and actually sacred sex is about releasing control. It's not about being in control because you can't get to the sacred when you're in control. You know, um, it's, it's, I know it's like a catch 22, right? (laughs) Because you're feeling more vulnerable. You're feeling like, Ooh, this feels dangerous. Like your ego alarms start to go off. The red flags come up because We are taught that we need to protect ourselves at all costs, twenty four seven, and that's where that's where this culture of like Tinder—you're just swiping. People don't mean anything. It's not. It doesn't matter. It's so
0: terrible. Oh, it's terrible.
1: Well, we're desensitized, right? Right. We feel we, we all pretend like we don't care, and where is that leading us? This culture of I don't care. It doesn't matter. You don't matter. I don't care, whatever. That whole attitude, that whole energy
0: is toxic. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent, yes, defensiveness. You know, You know. I was talking to you a little bit about the course, but the very first part of the Master Communication Intimacy eCourse is all about that. It's like de-armoring the triggers. And I find that it's so useful to figure out, like, how do we get aware of these things right how do we go back into them as opposed to getting into this space where we're resisting our our dark or our shadow side or whatever and we're just trying to say like i'm fine everything's good i'm fine everything's good right just have this sort of you know defensive thing but the thing is is that every single human being on this planet I'm convinced mm-hmm. of that has some trauma that they need to work through has emotional triggers mm-hmm. in their childhood or societal triggers. Maybe they were mm-hmm. bullied in school mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be extreme.
1: It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be
0: like rape abuse or physical abuse or anything to have trauma. You can literally just be traumatized uh, from very, very small nuanced things in your family system. Like for example, when I was growing up and I talk about this a lot with my couples like there's this idea of moving into the headspace of just kind of honoring like where your family system was and what mm-hmm. the truth are. So when I was growing up, I felt you know I had this Italian Jewish and Irish family rada. And (laughs) a lot of powerful, you know, a lot of power in my family system. Mm -hmm. But what they did is they kind of wielded that in a destructive way. So like when you would talk, they would kind of talk over you or they would interrupt you or that type thing. And so I kind of grew up with this reflection of myself that I wasn't feeling heard. Right, mm. and so you know that follows me around here and there. But I've done a lot of work with it and things like that. But it's those types of things, right? It, it's mm-hmm. it's this little thing like I'm um, not being listened to, right? It doesn't have to be like you were abused physically, right? Yeah, no. these little small things that we just kind of do away with, Rada. Right? We just like mm-hmm. oh that's not that bad, or we invalidate mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. then you know then they pop up in our relationship, and we're like oh shit. Um, yeah, that's, that's still there, right? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's, because it's so
1: true because the little things, that get almost amplified, especially with intimacy. Yeah. You know, opening your body and yourself intimately is, is such a powerful thing, but it's like when you open it's, it's like Pandora's box. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important to first lay a foundation. And I've worked with men before. Um, and I do work with men in my practice, and they're very afraid of intimacy. They're very afraid to open up and share vulnerabilities because there's a fear that they'd be considered weak, and that they're not going to be the alpha strong man that they're meant to be, that they were trained to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 yet they come against the wall in relationships over and over again. And I'm like, how is that the alpha? You know, it's, I love alpha. Alpha is great, but you also have to drop into other. Realms, you can't always just be one. You know, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. That means that you know you do have to take your armor off, and and men especially have been taught to always keep their armor on, like twenty four seven, even in bed, out of you know. And I think that harms <laughs> them know. because the poor things. Like, how can that be fun? How can that feel good if you yeah. can't take it off? You won't also get the benefit. The enjoyment and the pleasure of feeling even deeper, and not just, not just sexually, because we can deepen our sexuality and our ability to feel pleasure when we do dearmor. So there's so much benefit to that. So what I would say to that is, have you know, and you you know this, you're a teacher on this, you know, and so like I I feel like I'm preaching to the choir, but but we're just talking about you know how we can how you know what what ways can people actually use tools to deepen into sacred sex because really ultimately i think in a deep core of our being we all yearn for that yeah we yearn for that experience where our soul our body is craving crying calling in for that experience and and you know it doesn't matter you can have like some people could have many many partners and never ex- experience sacred sex. There's a difference. It's um, it's really using more parts of your being than just your anatomy, you know?
0: Yes, I know. And it's so multifaceted when you do. You know, it's interesting. We're talking about this, Radha. And, you know, the past two years, I've really done like a deep dive on my sexuality work, really. Mm. It's really confronted and just walked into that space And, um, you know, it's so interesting when you realize that, you know, even though you might not be full of armor, right. I mean, I'm very, Mm -hmm. I'm very loving, like my essence is love and joy, Mm -hmm. but there's a part of you, like, I think there's a part of all of us, like, even when we're in that space that we can like de-armor even more. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I was experienced, like I was experiencing a little resistance, um, you know, with the masculine energy or the, the masculine destructive energy, right? And then there's feminine destructive energy, too. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, moving into that divine feminine or divine masculine, right? Yeah. And just kind yeah. of playing around with that. Because if you, if you think about it, even if you've done a lot of work, and, and anyone that has done a lot of work knows that it's a very aware and, and always refining and self-attuned mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. It's not a something wish. that you just <laughs> arrive at, you know it's not something you no. arrive at, you know, I laugh because I'm like i, I yeah, you
1: know that's that's a wish <laughs> but but I'm like it's not it's not like you ever arrive at the magic carpet and you're sailing off. it's almost right. like I see it like a spiral, you know it's by, you spiral in deeper and deeper and deeper, yeah. but it's not like you magically arrive, I think we arrive at different levels and then we work with that level yeah of, of of awareness or understanding. And then we always have another opportunity to go to a deeper level. Um, And I think, you know, you're a teacher, I'm a teacher, we both understand. And I think that's why I love to do this work so much because I think the deeper I can go in myself, the deeper I know I can be with my clients or in my teaching. So it's almost like, it's almost like a job to go deeper um, and the desire. Reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a desire that pulls you. And I think desire, you know, when they're saying like when desire follows the flow of love, it mm-hmm. it benefits all of life. Totally.
0: Right? I love that. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And so, um, you know, coming back into ways, you know, the five ways, another one is right. breathing breathing with your partner and that could look like laying down together and both of you having your hand on each other's heart Mm. and just breathing and feeling the heartbeat of your beloved when you feel or hear the heartbeat of your beloved it brings a whole understanding wow this is a this is a being this is a real living being and they're living in this moment just like i am and we both have this moment you know um since since our bodies are temporary right and so we want to maximize the ability to feel to connect to love and to have deeper sacred sex breathing is so important so you know breathing all the way down into your toes like breathing all the way in i could just give you a little example um so, just breathing all the way down to your toes, and you breathe in. And then you breathe out. Letting all the air come out.
0: Yeah. As
1: deeply as you can. And when you do that together, breathing with your beloved together, you come into a softness, into a timeless space. It's
0: like almost like soft, a fragile, like.
1: Yeah. You and your breath with your beloved in this cocoon of love and it's really an honor of each other honoring of your own life of your own breath and honoring the breath of your beloved mm-hmm. and there it's a softening it's it's a deepening and in that awareness there is a whole other life that can come into your mm-hmm. sacred sex when you can soften into each other and it doesn't, you know, you can still have passionate sex, but there's a soft Mm -hmm. flow. It's like your water merging into each other, like two drops coming into the ocean of love. And both of you are merging with each other rather than against each other, which is so much of what the programming that we have, you know?
0: Oh my God. It's such a, it's such a programming. It's like, I think you and I are both advocates of reprogramming, right?
1: Mm, yeah, definitely. And you know we want to come to love. I'm my ultimate is love. You know, love for self and love for each other. Yeah. My name is Radha. I'm named after the goddess of love and longing mm. and devotion. You know, Radha was so devoted to her beloved. That's and so that cool. devotion and and that would be the other Piece is devotion for your beloved. We're not taught what devotion means in in maybe our culture. We have to learn what it means and come to an understanding and a knowing. Mm. But devotion is the infinite love that you have for your beloved. And that can only come through intimate friendship and, and trust, de-armoring mm. with, with a deepening through breathing yeah the devotion is something that you breathe in every cell of your body. that means that your beloved is with you wherever you go. they l- mm. live inside of you they are part of you they merge with you on on so many levels that they are you become almost one even if you 're two separate beings and then when you come together. It's that devotion to the love and the beloved. And it is an expansive energy.
0: It's Mm -hmm. an energy
1: that will heal the world, really.
0: Heal the world. Say it again. Say it again.
1: Heal the world. It is an energy that will heal the world. Devotion
0: Mm. is
1: so important and so beautiful. And, you know, I think so many people fear devotion, they fear it because it feels so intense. You know, it feels like, do, do I really feel this deep devotion for my beloved? Can I? Should I? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I need to be devoted or, or be less devoted or whatever that is. It's a fear again, the fear of intimacy. Yeah. Um, you know, and I understand, you know, that comes back to the woundedness that everyone's experienced, And like yeah. you said, it could be one little thing or a big thing. And ultimately it's a woundedness I think that we come into because Mm -hmm. we came into a world that is so beautiful, but there has been so much woundedness around love, around um, rejection. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: we're here to heal the world through love and devotion. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. So I love what you're doing. I love your path. I love what you're about. I I think this is leadership. The leadership Mm -hmm. of the new world is leading people back to love, not away from love. We've had enough of that, you know, no more of that. We need to come back to love.
0: Yes.
1: It's who we are. And, Mm um, you
0: know, we are, we are that, you know, we Mm -hmm. actually are that on, on an inside level. We, we are love, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, if we've learned to reject it or we've learned that we're not worthy or we've interpreted that we're not worthy or that we're feeling mm-hmm. rejected and we have this this sort of layer over us that we just, you know, and I, it's interesting, Radha, because, well, first of all, I don't know if anybody that's listening right now that just wants to give their partner a big hug and a kiss because that's what mm-hmm. I want to do. Listening to Radha makes me feel so warm and so much love for my partner just comes out so thank you for that rana i think it's just you have a a really awesome gift of just tapping into um, the the star seed of love you know and the star seed of you know devotion and 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 tapping into that for all the people here that are listening but also just learning to you know turn that lens inward first, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we're in relationship and we're all we're, we're always working on vulnerability in relationship with someone, right? Mm-hmm. But in my work, and I'm sure in yours too, the vulnerability starts with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. What is your mirror reflecting? You know, mm-hmm. are you honoring your your cycle? Are you stepping into a place where you can honor both the shadow and light sides of you and even grow even more and maybe yeah. have less of a shadow. And, and it's not about having more or less, but it's like mm-hmm. kind of ebbing and flowing with that, you know? Yeah, so
1: much. Really, truly, I love what you said, you know, about about getting to know yourself. And, and it does come back to integration, you know, integration. And that's why sometimes people come into separation. Um, because they actually need to do more work within themselves and integrate. And like you said, you said something about mirroring, which is so important. Our beloved
0: Mm. mirrors
1: our darkest parts, the parts that we never wanted to know existed, never wanted to see and kept fleeing from one lover to another in order to avoid (laughs) that mirror.
0: So funny.
1: (laughs) When it comes to your true beloved, You cannot avoid that darkness. It is there for you to not to not to run from, but you've got to feel it to heal it. You have to acknowledge it to see it. And it's not and I think when it comes to to beloved love, unconditional love, Mm -hmm. that your beloved will show you this only because they can still love you despite it. You know what I mean? Meaning Um, that that the love is so unconditional and so profound that they can love you even though it exists, not saying they need to put up with it or, or, um, support it or even maybe they even need to step out of the, out of your life in order for you to heal it. But Mm -hmm. the love I think is always there, you know? And so that's why, sacred love sacred sex is so important because you can understand the difference and you can feel it it, it stays with you it is flowing through you long after you know mm-hmm. and and it's always there you know um yeah and and i love this saying to know what love really is you must discover you are love mm-hmm. you are love
0: yeah and, love
1: you know you are worthy of love first within yourself. And from there you can meet your beloved in a whole way, but we all have to, we're here to teach each other. We're here to
0: grow
1: and learn and not to be quote unquote perfect. Right.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's not what it's about. I think sacred sex is beautiful and it's, and it's also messy because in sacred sex, there's such an awakening that happens that it can be very messy. It can feel destructive in a way that things are coming up or they're breakdowns. And I always say a breakdown is just prepping you for a breakthrough.
0: That's right. I love that distinction. And so many people don't think of it like that, Rada. So it's so great. It's so great that you're sending that message out into the world and just sort of just inviting people to let go of the resistance of being perfect, Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and moving into this space instead instead of resistance how about how about we learn from our partners how yeah. how, how about we la- allow our partners to be our mirror right of okay. what we might need to work on you know for example my husband you know he just does, doesn't you know he has this this you know, energy about him that he just stands in his own energy so well. And Mm. I've learned so much about grounding my own energy because I tend to be more, um, you know, in my mind or in my head. And I have a hard and and I drop down into my heart a lot now, um, you know, but it's taken several years to bring myself into my heart space because that's actually where I'm most powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's just so good at, you know, staying grounded and not getting absorbed or enmeshed into other people's energies, right. For approval Mm. or acknowledgement or, you know, for whatever thing that we feel like we're lacking. Right. Or maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe we feel like we're not good enough. Right. I mean, that was definitely a message I had growing (laughs) up. So so yeah so going back to this the you know the five tips right what is that, mm-hmm. tip number 4 and 5 Rada
1: Absolutely so tip number 4 would be eye gazing and it sounds so simple but if you really try it it's it is one of the most life changing experiences you could ever have especially with your beloved And that is simply to sit maybe in a lotus position in front of each other. And you can be clothed or you can be naked. It doesn't matter as long as you're comfortable in a safe space. And you can even put on some, you know, very soft music or you can just be breathing. And Mm. what it is, is that you are simply looking into each other's eyes. Mm. And that sounds simple, right? Oh, look into each other's eyes. But have you ever looked? into someone else's eyes for even a full minute. I know. Without distracting yourself. It can be the most challenging thing. Mm -hmm. It is terrifying. There's a, there's a terror to look into someone's eyes for so long. And the reason why is because you can see their entire soul and they can see your entire soul. They're letting you in. Mm -hmm. That is like, The deepest intimacy—they're letting you in to who they are, and I have done this in different um, practices and trainings, and it—I cry because me too. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't not cry. You cannot cry at the beauty when you actually stop and acknowledge someone and really look into them. You are like, oh, oh my gosh, like you're—I'm you, like you're me. We're all the same. uh, We're We're all the same. It's like we have so many different labels and things like that. But at the end of the day, you understand what intimacy means when you can really look into someone's eyes. So set your timer for one minute and then move up to two minutes and then move up to three minutes. Um, Because and if you do this practice regularly, you will start to feel safe. you will start to feel loved and accepted fully because that person is accepting you 100% by looking you into your, into your eyes. They are having to accept you. And how many times we are so afraid of not being good enough, right. Of not being accepted of being like, you're going to see my flaws. You're going to see my imperfections. Yeah. I'm so afraid I have to hide this from you but your divine love you, you know your sacred love you can't hide from them they see it anyways you know and and we see it that's so true we see them, right we 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 can just yeah. see it we know everything about them they don't even have to tell us mm-hmm. but but to get to the next level of sacred sex
0: that's the next level it's yeah. the
1: next it is the next level it is so powerful and you will cry allow yourself permission for the tears to come, but they're healing tears. They're tears that are burning away toxic energy and beliefs and old mm-hmm. programs that you can't be witnessed by your beloved truly. And mm-hmm. so that is such a healing tool, I think. So that's number four.
0: Yeah. Um, I love
1: that. Number five is creating sacred space. Mm-hmm. What that means is, um, you know, in your bedroom or wherever you're going to be with your beloved, you know, create a space, create, put the candles on, take your time, do not rush. Passion, you know, is there, let it linger. You don't have to, you don't have to rush and get to point A to B, because when it comes to sacred sex, you're going to need all the time in the world for this. Um, You know, you want to create the ambiance, the space, the smell, the sound, you know, the sound, Um, and you don't, it doesn't have to be fancy. Don't get me wrong. It can just be turning on a candle and then getting out lavender oil or something, you know, Um, or getting out some, some beautiful oil, massage oil and like massaging your partner or gently touching your partner and allowing space to just be, with them, allowing them to relax into your energy, relaxing into their energy. It's such an intimate experience to just be with someone without having to rush into sex, you know?
0: I love that. Yes, I'm all about, um, you know, per- make creating an environment for love to happen, right? Um, creating yes. a space. And, and it's not just about the environment, right, Rada. It's also... <laughs> Like the emotional state of mind when you get exactly. into that sacred space with your partner, and how you just kind of unveil yourself.
1: That's so beautiful. I love the word "unveil" because there's so we have so many veils. <laughs> so to be able to <laughs> to, to, to un- unveil, it's like I'm unveiling one layer for you, my beloved, and yeah. I'll unveil another because I feel safe with you. And I and here's the key right. is that the more that you can relax into your beloved into your partner into your space into your energy the more pleasure is actually available so much more pleasure because sacred sex is about pleasure pleasure is you know
0: all around all around emotionally pleasure physically pleasure spiritually i mean exactly it's like all encompassing
1: All encompass. And I think we've been trained and especially, you know, a lot through the pornography and things like that. And I'm not saying porn is, is just, I'm not against it, but I'm just saying a lot of men get their training thinking this is what women want. They just want. (laughs) Yeah. They want sex like this, and and it's like that's not really what women want. In fact, that's the complete opposite of women. What women want, they do not want. And sex. same
0: for men. I yeah, think, and same for I, men. I think men also don't want that either. You know, I mean, I can say for sure that my husband, you know, my twin flame that you call him, right, is so mm-hmm. he, he is is um he has come to realize. The true benefit of emotional intimacy, because he's never experienced it with anyone else, really, but me, mm. um, in that sacred space, and and I believe most men once they start to experience the depth that mm-hmm. that type of sexual sacredness brings in the relationship, that they're never going back to mm. you know, sensitized, you know, physical reality of sexuality which is so uh shallow it's really shallow really
1: it's very very shallow but it also um it it's a it's a roadblock to evolution it's a roadblock spiritually you know um and i think i think that i think men really want and desire actually to surrender to a feminine you know and i think I think that men have been trained. They need to conquer the feminine, but in truth and reality, they want to surrender and perhaps they don't even know what that means. You know, that means to relax into her, to trust, to feel the divine love of the feminine and allow that love to encompass them.
0: And same thing for women.
1: You know, mm-hmm. allowing
0: themselves to release into the divine masculine and oh, to be yeah. held in that protection and to be held in that sacred space, you know. And I, and I think it's important also to recognize that there are relationships and people that will be listening to this Radha that don't feel safe in their relationship, that feel, you know, very triggered or reactive and so forth. And, you know, that's the reason why you know, I created the course because I know that not a lot of people are going to be coming into my office to work on these things. A lot of people Mm -hmm. have, you know, time, money, you know, whatever's going on in the relationship, whatever's blocking them. And I wanted to make it as easy as possible Mm -hmm. for people to work through these types of things. And so that's why I created this course. So if you're listening right now, and you're thinking that there's a block to that sacred connection, or you're thinking that there's something going on that needs some deeper work, I recommend checking out the course. You know, it's at uh, relationshiprevolutionaries.com. And there's 10 free videos in there that actually describes every single module so you guys can get a feel if if it fits for you. And, you know, whether you contact me or you contact Radha um, and you're a woman and you're wondering, like, how can I get to this, to this place where I'm really getting in touch with my goddess, you know, and I'm really getting in touch with my sexuality and my femininity, you know, Radha is a perfect person for you to reach out to. Um, she's got so many books um, and so many things that can help you up level, you know, that conversation with yourself, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's so beautiful. I love what you created. And I'm excited to check it out too. Congratulations, you know.
0: Thanks, Radha. Yeah, Yeah, I'm really passionate about it. It's just like you're passionate about, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're doing, you know. And we are here to help and heal ourselves and Mm -hmm. then help and heal the world.
1: And And I love, oh, go ahead,
0: please. Yeah, it's just to move through all of that. What were you going to say, Radha? I was going to say
1: that I love like your, I really love how you and your partner come together to to co-create. I think that's a really wonderful role model because I think in the future, you know, men and women are like, I'm doing my thing and you're doing your thing. And I think in the future it's going to be like, let's do this together. Let's do this. Let's do life together. Let's co-create. Let's bring our genius together and manifest the brilliant life that we want together. And I think, you know, that's the whole point of like what twin flames really are is about two, you know, beings that are are, are on their path or choosing to be on their path or are activated because of each other to become on their path (laughs) to to come together and to create something even bigger than themselves. And that's what a true legacy is, right? It's creating something far beyond like when you're gone, it's going to be there. Yes. having an impact on the world in a positive and powerful way, knowing that you fulfilled your mission here mm-hmm. on earth. And yes. that's really what it's about. And I think everything else comes from that, you know, the flow of abundance, everything comes from that dedication and, and committing to the sole purpose. And I, I really see that in you and your partner. So I just wanted to oh. compliment you about how, gorgeous it is and how beautiful it is and how we need to see more of that divine union,
0: yeah. in, you know. I totally appreciate the acknowledgement, Rada. You know, it's a journey. You know, I think the way that Paul and I look at it is that, you know, we're here to heal it ourselves and then also to turn towards other couples that are looking to heal those blocks and those reactive triggers and all of that. And we really love doing it. And it's interesting because every time, you know, we have another transformation in one of our couples or we see another transformation in, you know, one of the couples individually, right? Mm -hmm. It just kind of, it it just helps us realize like, yes, this is what we're here to do. And it also strengthens our marriage and our connection as opposed to disconnects us, which Mm. Which I think a lot of couples, like you said, you know, struggle with finding a way to merge the two together because there is a lot of work that goes into the merging of two souls, uh, Mm -hmm. two soul purposes, two passion. I mean, it's interesting when you look back, you know when I look back on the relationship and I'm like, wow, look at how far we've come, you know, it's, it's pretty miraculous. And then I know, you know, by this time next year and the following this time next year, we're just going to be in a total different place. And so I also encourage couples to do, to do that too, you know, to find mm-hmm. a life purpose, even if it's not a business, it could be mm-hmm. like dancing. It could be dancing, you guys mm-hmm. can be singing together, Um, you know, it's not always about careers and profession, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: So true. And then even, and even it's about just like the vibration of love, bottom line,
0: yeah, it's,
1: it comes back to that vibration. It, it, you know, every time two people can come together and have a breakthrough and expand two hearts coming together as one is, Mm -hmm. is actually, like we said, heal really part of healing the world. Um, Right. So I, I love that. Um, there, there's a thing I wanted to share about, um, loving someone else is the same as loving God. One person is the wave and God is the whole ocean.
0: Oh, wow. So powerful Rada. Thank you for sharing that with all of our listeners today. I know that I know that this conversation benefited me on a personal level. So I do know that this conversation is going to up level so many love lives. And I just wanted to say, thank you Rada, for coming on and being interviewed at the taboo talk time Um, (laughs) because you know, it's all about breaking through these societal norms, right. And unhinging the Mm. taboos of our society that are just kind of keeping us in prison and then releasing and getting to that place where you're living at a a certain consciousness and, and realizing that you can still move up to another level of consciousness as you move along in this day and as you move along in this life, right? Mm,
1: absolutely. So beautiful. Thank you so much for having me on. It yes. was such an honor to talk to you. Again, I love the work you're doing and um, keep keep it up because it's just it's so inspiring to see. So thanks again.
0: Yes. Thank you too, Rada. And how can everyone get in contact with you? So if there's listeners that are listening right now and they want to reach out to you and say, yes, I want to work with Rada. She's on the money. She knows what I'm, what I want or what I need. How can they reach out to you?
1: You can go ahead and go to goddesscodeacademy.com mm-hmm. goddess Code, just like it sounds goddesscodeacademy.com and just shoot me an email. Um, I always have different programs coming up and I work one-to-one and I would love to hear from you.
0: Yes, absolutely. And reach out to to her. If you're feeling called, please do. She's obviously a wonderful soul. She's a very deep soul. And I think that she'll do some serious transformational work with you. And again, Radha, thank you so much, my dear, for coming on. We love all of you guys that are listening. And um, you know, definitely share this episode with other couples or other ladies or men that really need this information that want to get to a deeper level of sexuality in their own relationship or in relationship to themselves share this guys we want to make it this, this um, message out there to other people so that way they can really start to up level and grow and we can heal the world on a much greater scale Thank you for joining the Taboo Talk Time movement. Go ahead and like and subscribe to our fun, free, and informative podcast. And of course, don't forget to share us with your friends. Visit tabootalktime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, private intensives, as well as her online couples courses and live couples retreats. As always, we appreciate your listenership and can't wait to share all of our new up-and-coming Taboo Talk Time podcasts with you. See you next time.